Hey everyone, and welcome to Money Moves for Teens. My name is Tally Levy, and I'm here to inform and inspire my teenage peers by discussing the topics of business, entrepreneurship, and personal finance. I'm so grateful you were able to take the time to listen today, and I hope you find value in this episode. So you're just starting to get paid. Every month, a new paycheck comes in. Where are you putting that money? Are you keeping it in a drawer in your room or are you spending all of it out with friends? In other words, how are you managing your money? This money equation has two steps. First is the earning part which you've started. But second, you have to look at what you're doing with that money. It's such an important step to take. In this episode, I'll be covering exactly how you can begin to manage your money as a teenager. This will hopefully provide you with the necessary guidance and direction when it comes to this topic. There are three basic categories I'm going to start with today, giving, saving, and spending. In each category, I'll talk about what it is, why it's important, and how you can begin contributing to them. Also note, what I'm breaking down today is essentially the plan for your money. And another word for your money plan is a budget. I explain budgeting for teenagers in my seventh episode, which I do recommend you listen to. In that episode, I introduced the envelope method, a method in which you dedicate an envelope to each place your cash goes. So in this case, you could start with three envelopes, one for giving, one for saving, and one for spending. Now let's get into the three categories. Number one is giving. By giving, I mean donating your money to organizations you feel strongly about supporting. This may already be a given for you and your family because of religion or a tradition. Either way, being generous with your money is an amazing thing to do. And if you have the means for it, you should try to prioritize it. Some places you can give include religious organizations, GoFundMe campaigns, and other causes you would like to support, such as ones relating to the environment. I can link a longer list of ones in the description below. Many recommend giving 10% of your income, but anything you are able to give will be fully appreciated. So first, you can give your money. Number two is saving. Saving your money is so, so important, both for the short term and the long term. A short term savings goal you may have is to save for a car. A long term savings goal could be to save for retirement. Both types require you to set money aside so you have it in these times you need it. It allows you to think ahead and plan your future rather than you being controlled and constrained by the money in the bank, especially when it comes to investing your money for the long term to have in retirement, starting to save for that today as a teenager is incredibly beneficial. Investments are things you put your money into that you think will increase your wealth over time. So by you investing, your account balance should hopefully grow over the years. I created an entire episode on retirement savings, episode 18, and there I talked about some crazy numbers that stem from you starting to invest early. I'll give another example of that now. Let's say you start investing your money at age 15 and you're retiring at age 70. You invest $100 every month with a 7% return on your money. Your return is the statistic that shows your investment gain. If you factor all of those numbers in, you would have $1.8 million saved for retirement. Think about that. Now let's compare that to you starting to invest at age 25. Keeping all of the other stats, you would have a little over $740,000. That is a huge difference. Just by waiting 10 more years, that is the result. Of course, you can contribute a lot more than $100 a month, people retire at different ages, I get that. These numbers just go to show how valuable time is when it comes to investing. And just by listening to this podcast, being exposed to the idea of investing as a teenager, you are on the right track and have a huge advantage when it comes to this subject. 
One of the number one statements I see made by adults through my research is that they wish they had known about investing sooner. Looking back, they recognize the value of time and wish they would have started earlier. With this information, as teens, you can look forward with this knowledge, learn from others' experiences, and take action now. If you're someone who isn't 18 listening, I don't want this to discourage you from beginning to invest because you can always start. But investing is a major way to build your wealth and set yourself up for financial success. So to recap the importance of saving, saving as a whole helps you to plan for and take control of your financial future. And two, when it comes to investing, starting today as a teen gives you such a head start and you should take advantage of this opportunity. Now that you know why it's so important, you're probably wondering how you can start as soon as possible. And I'll tell you. As I said before, you can save for the short term and the long term. Some more short term examples could be saving for college, an apartment, or even a shopping trip with friends. For these savings goals, I recommend asking your parents to create a savings account for you through their bank. This way you can withdraw or take the money out at any time and you don't have to pay taxes on that withdrawal. Also, remember how I said you can create envelopes for our three categories? Well, if you have specific short-term savings goals, you can create different envelopes for those too. If you're working with mainly cash, it can go into physical envelopes. You can label it as shoes or concert tickets, for example. But if you do get paid online the majority of the time, you can make digital envelopes by creating an Excel spreadsheet or putting these goals in the notes on your phone. Just finding a way to track your progress as it relates to your savings goals can help you feel motivated and determined. To recap, create a savings account for your short-term savings goals and separate different goals into envelopes. Now what about if you want to save for the long term? And by long term, I'm talking about retirement. Many people agree a Roth IRA is the best type of account for teenagers to start investing in. If you're like, what is that? Or that sounds intimidating. Don't worry. I'll tell you what it is and why people recommend it. The letters in IRA stand for Individual Retirement Account, and there are several types of IRAs. These can be opened by anyone, which differentiates them from plans such as 401ks that can only be opened if you work for an employer. And in these retirement accounts, this is where you would put the money you earn into investments. So it almost acts as a vehicle that holds and hopefully grows your money all the way until you need it when you retire. What makes a Roth IRA different from others is how the money gets taxed. You will pay income tax on your money on its way into the account, but when you reach age 59 and a half, as of the current rules, you can withdraw the money completely tax-free. And that's why it's great for teenagers. At this age, you're most likely not pulling in six figures every year and are usually on a beginner's salary. That means you're paying little, if any, income tax. So, at this stage in your life, when you're not making enough money to create a huge tax burden on your paycheck, why not choose the option where you pay those taxes now, meaning you don't have to later? It makes sense, and that's why many people support this idea so much, teen saving for retirement in a Roth IRA. In your case, you'll need to ask your parents to open a custodial Roth IRA account for you, which means they control the account until you are an adult because you are a minor. But even though they control the account, you should still be a part of the investment decisions and understand the different aspects of having the account. Now, you may be asking, okay, so I know what account I should have, but what do I even invest my money into in that account? That is definitely a valid question and is super important to consider. I am by no means an investment professional, so you can listen to what I say at your own risk. But I would begin to invest your money into the S&P 500 index. By doing so, you're investing in the 500 largest companies in the U.S. stock exchange. Your money will rise and fall pretty much based on what the total market is doing. 
This way you're not overwhelming yourself by choosing individual stocks to invest in, such as Starbucks or Tesla. Because that comes with a lot more research and risk. And as it relates to the S&P 500 index, Investopedia.com says adjusted for inflation, the historical average annual return is around 7%. So yes, your money may rise some years and fall others, but on average, your money will grow and earn you a return of around 7%. There are so many ways you can invest your money, some safer, some riskier, but this topic requires a lot more conversation, which I hope to start in future episodes. But for now, investing in the S&P 500 index is a good start and based on its history should provide you with a positive return in the long run. To recap, ask your parents to create a custodial Roth IRA account for you and start investing your money into the S&P 500 index. The goal with investing too is to stay consistent and continuously add money to your investments. Which brings me to my final point in the savings category. How much of your income should you save? This really all depends on the person. The great thing about being a teenager is that in most cases, you have little to no expenses. You don't have to pay for the groceries and the rent. So try and take advantage of that. Once you give 10%, you can save the rest of the money you have and figure out within savings how much of it is going to the short term and how much is going to the long term. And remember, if you invest in a Roth IRA for the long term, you won't have access to that money until age 59 and a half. Just keep that in mind. Maybe you do help out with the family groceries or you pay for your own gas. You could save 15% of your income and leave the rest for spending. Really, it all depends on your lifestyle, but I do recommend definitely taking advantage of saving in a time when you don't have many expenses. On to the last category, number three is spending. I know I just went over how important it is to save your money as a teen, but know it's okay to spend some money too. There is no amount I recommend you spend as a teen, again this greatly depends on you and your lifestyle. But if you do have to pay for many things, I would recommend keeping a budget. As I said earlier, a budget is a plan for your money, and I would listen to episodes 6 and 7 for more guidance on this tip. And if for any reason you're looking for something to spend your money on, it's generally a good idea to make purchases that can better yourself, and your business if you have one. You can buy things like books, courses, etc. Things that will improve your quality of life in some way. I plan on dedicating an entire episode on ways to invest in yourself and your business, so let me know if that would interest you guys. And this money for spending can be kept as cash in your wallet or on a debit card depending also on what your parents are comfortable with. So for spending, how much of it you do depends on who you are and your lifestyle, but if you do spend money regularly, keep a budget. Those were the three categories and all of the information that goes with them. I'm going to recap the next steps I gave for each so you can take action right away. For giving, find and research a cause you would like to support and start by donating 10% of your income. For saving, ask your parents to open a savings account and a custodial Roth IRA account for you. Invest in the S&P 500 index in your retirement account and save at least 15% of your income overall, but more if possible. And for spending, if you regularly spend, keep a budget. I hope you found all of this information valuable and can start taking action to successfully manage your money today. That concludes another episode of Money Moves for Teens. Thank you for tuning in today and remember to thank yourself for creating the space to learn something new. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be a huge help to me and others if you would share my content with those who might benefit from the information. You're always welcome to leave a rating and review. And if you have any questions or would like to follow me on other media, you can visit my website, moneymovesforteens.com. 
Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Thank you.